everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DBTPFL. It is Wednesday. It is March 10th. Tomorrow's my birthday. 2021, and we're here to talk some PGA. And listen, this is a treat for you guys. You know, every once in a while, this guy comes out from behind the curtains, joins me on the podcast. I'm joined today by my good buddy, one of my longest standing friends in the industry, Notorious. How's it going, my friend? Man, it is going well. Uh, I'm excited for this week. The players is always fun. It's always fun to hop on with you. And I think the last time I was on the pod, we were talking about Outlaw Golf. So uh, quite a different uh, tournament other than uh, the Jicky Jacks there in Arizona. So I'm much, uh, much happier to be talking about some PGA Tour Golf. Yes, um, Outlaw Golf. That guy seems like so long ago, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it was this time, like right around this time last year, where everything kind of got shut down because it was right around my birthday last year. Um, so I'm definitely excited to talk uh, Sawgrass. Uh, we can have some some fun about how me and you hit a couple shots into the drink with Dan Bach, and um, you know that that was a ton of fun too. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, it was pretty cold that day, uh, and I have never played a course that was that hard. Um, between you know all the water in play, all the the trees where you had to work the ball both ways. Um, yeah, I think we hit the drinks pretty early, at least earlier than we were expecting to. Um, after we started off, man, I yeah, I'm with you. It was so windy that day, and like that course, like very familiar with this course. I don't play a lot of DFS PGA, but I'm very familiar with TPC Sawgrass. Um, obviously we played it. Um, I've been there and watched tournaments there. Um, it's about 45 minutes from my house. And if it wasn't like COVID like going on right now, I'd probably go watch this weekend. Um, I'm kind of sad that I'm not going this weekend. So we're going to talk about TPC Sawgrass, the players championship. Um, but before we do that, if you guys haven't checked out Superdraft, they got a ton of stuff going on here. They're awesome sponsors of the podcast. We are presented by Superdraft.com. Use promo code grinders for a $150 matching deposit bonus of $150. Um, so definitely want to head on over there, check them out. They got a ton of stuff going on. They got MMA, they got NHL, um, they got PGA, they got NASCAR, they got all kinds of stuff. They'll have NBA up um, for later this week as well. So jump in, check them out. Um, let's get into it, Notorious. Let's talk about, uh, let's just kind of overview, overview what we're looking at this week. All right. So uh, it is a par 72, uh, 7,200 yards. So pretty short by PGA Tour standards. Uh, it's a Bermuda course, obviously being there in Florida. And it was designed by Pete Dye. And if you know anything about his courses, they cannot be overpowered. Um, this is not a bomber's track by any means. It is much more important to be in the fairway than it is to be, you know, a long ways uh, off the tee. So definitely more of a second shot golf course. And for me, that just brings everyone into play. Um, you don't need a specific skill set uh, in terms of off the tee. You don't need to be long. You don't need to be accurate. You just need to get it in play uh, and then focus on second shot. Uh, around the green here is pretty tricky. You know, a lot of the greens are elevated, a lot of little pot bunkers right around the greens. Um, so greens are going to be hard to hit and then it's going to be hard to scramble. So a good short game, obviously going to come in handy. Uh, I will be looking at course history. I'll be looking at, you know, history in Florida. Also think, you know, history on P die courses is certainly going to be helpful. And if you are looking at course history, um, we talked about it earlier, this is the event where, you know, everything kind of kicked off uh, in terms of COVID. They played the Thursday round here last year and then uh, it got canceled. So uh, no course history from last year. Um, if you're wondering why, you know, in the first look and all that, there's nothing from 2020. It's because uh, the event was canceled after the first round. 
Yes, uh, like I said, right around this time yep. <laughs> last year. Um, it's crazy to think about it. Like so, uh, but the weather looks great, right? Like I don't think they're gonna have any rain. It's gonna be like mid seventies all weekend. Um, again, like I live pretty close, and um, we're looking at like great weather conditions this weekend. I don't know. I'm not Kevin Roth. I don't know about like wind and stuff, but it has been like super windy here recently. But I don't know. Um, what you're looking at wind wise this weekend, but the weather is supposed to be awesome. So, um, what top 65, right? Makes the cut. So yeah, top 65 and ties. This is a full field. So 156 golfers, which means only, uh, at least 42% of the field is going to make the cut. Uh, compare that to last week. There was like 60% that made it because it was a much smaller field. And yeah, the wind, uh, does look pretty calm. Um, and the wind tower that was closest to the course that I could find, uh, looks like Thursday and Friday going to be basically no wind. Uh, you know, gusts around 10 miles per hour, which is pretty much nothing to the golfers. And uh, the weekend looks pretty good, too. Going to get uh, you know, a little cloudy on Sunday, but um, I don't think we're going to have any edge in terms of tee times. And so uh, I kind of expect the golfers to have great scoring conditions, um, even though it's a tougher course. I do think there are going to be some low scores out there. Man, where was the no win for like my disc golf <laughs> tournament this past weekend, man? Like I played my first ever disc golf tournament this weekend and like. I shot my worst round ever because we had 25 to 35 mile an hour wins. So like it was, it, I was looking back at like the years before tournament and like the scores were like 10 shots higher. Uh, it was crazy. But um, anyway, uh, I, I digress. Some, I'll have to try some disc golf. I never, I never played it. Dude, it's, it's so much fun. Like it's, it's so much more than just throwing like a Frisbee. Um, so it's a lot of fun. If you ever check it out, um, you know, it's, it's fun. I can't wait to like go to Nashville. There's a bunch of courses in like Nashville. So next time we're up at the RG um, place. So um, anyway, let's talk about the tournament in general here. Um, you know, heading in, is there any like guys, you know, probably what Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Thomas, like these are guys that are like instantly standing off like the page for you. Yeah, I mean, I think anyone at the top uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, I don't think you can go wrong with Xander, Rory, you know, DJ, Rom, Thomas. Um, they're going to be the top five in my book. If I'm picking one, I'm going to go with JT. Uh, I like him because he's, you know, priced under 10K on DraftKings. He's also got the the largest odds in terms of, you know, his outright odds. Uh, he was at 20 to 1 earlier in the week. You can still get him at 20 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook um, if you want to do that. But uh, Iron Game's been turning around. You know, we had some off-the-course issues that he was dealing with, but uh, it seems to be over him. Uh, gained 10 strokes on approach his last time out. He's got a good track record in Florida. He's got a third-place finish here. And I just think, uh, you know, he's primed for a breakout. I also think DJ's interesting if you are paying all the way up. Um, he's the best golfer in the field on P die tracks. And uh, he's just been winning like every third event that he's been playing in. So you certainly can't go wrong with him. Those are going to be my two favorite up there, but uh, I mean, I'm not going to have a case against, you know, Xander, Rory, or Rom either. All right. Well, I got, I got two names for you, Derek. Um, and this is just from watching this tournament so many times, but Jason Day is always good at this tournament, right? Jason Day, always good. Back-to-back -to -back top 10s here. He also has a win and uh, quietly been playing some decent golf. Uh, his approach play is still uh, not where we want it to be, but T31, uh, and uh, a couple of top 20s in his last three events. So he's a guy that you can certainly look to. And if you like course history, Sergio Garcia hasn't missed the cut here since 2003. Um, that is wild. Yeah, like that's half the battle, just making it to Saturday and Sunday. Um, oh, so, man. If you can get like, a six of six, you're, you're swimming in money. Yeah, especially this weekend. Um, the other guy, I don't know 
like I haven't watched any golf this year, so I don't know like anything about like recent form or anything. But Ian Poulter is usually really good in in Florida as well, right? At the players. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, he made a bunch of cuts in a row with the API and then made the cut again there last week. He's kind of the grinder type, so I like him a little bit more when conditions are a little bit worse. But uh, I do think he's just fine. I think he's like 7,100 this week. Certainly a guy that you can expect to make the cut. But again, there's so many water hazards here that there are going to be a lot of landmines. So uh, just keep that in mind when you're building lineups. Well, it's not even water. Like, yeah, it, it, obviously it's water. Don't get me wrong. But like, it's also like... They have bunkers like the like length of the fairway. (laughs) (laughs) Been there, done that. Um, You know, all right. So we talked about the guys at the top. I threw a couple names at you. Um, You know, who else are we looking at here? All right. Sort of in that 9K range. I think you can start lineups there if you don't want to pay for somebody up top. Uh, Patrick Cantlay has been in some great form recently. I think he's had like eight straight top 20s on tour. He's got a couple top 25s here. I always like Webb Simpson anytime you get him on Bermuda, um, anytime you get him on a non-bombers course because he's not the longest off the tee, but he's great with his irons, amazing short game, and he's only uh, 9,500. He's also a winner here back in 2018. He kind of ran away with it. Uh, He sandwiched that win with two top 20s in 2017 and 2019. So he's kind of got all the boxes checked that you're looking for, course history, form, uh, stats, all that good stuff. All right. Is there anybody that, like, I'm going to put you on the spot. Is there anybody that, like, you would, like, completely avoid um, up here in this, like, 9K range? Uh, How much is Jordan Spieth this week? (laughs) He's He's so down. 8,600 and 10.7 on um, FanDuel. Okay. So, I I mean, he's a guy that I'm going to avoid. I know he's been playing great. Four straight top 15s. I'm glad to see him back, but he's got a terrible track record here. His biggest weakness is his driver. Uh, and if he's not hitting fairways this week, he's going to be, you know, making a lot of big numbers. We talked about the water. We talked about um, if you miss, you're in the pine straw, and then you're kind of taking your chances with the bushes and all that stuff. So for me, speed's going to be a fade. I know the form's pretty good. Um, I'm also looking to fade, you know, some of the first-timers, uh, Hovland and Morikawa, some of those guys, great young golfers. Uh, I think they're eventually going to, you know, maybe even win this tournament one day. Um, but since it's their first time here, I think I will be underweight on them. Yeah, Jordan Spieth, I think, what, one cut out of the last four events? So, um, <laughs> pass. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see, man. He's been playing good. Uh, oh. And it's been on non-Spieth-like courses. So, maybe he's got it figured out. But even when he was, you know, the best golfer in the world, he would come here and struggle. So, I feel pretty good about that fade. Listen, I always – um I'm always rooting for him. Like, he was one of the guys that kind of boosted golf when Tiger was struggling and stuff. So, um yeah always cheering for him let's go down let's look at this like high sevens mid eights um kind of range and like you know again like jason day is 8k we talked about him tommy fleetwood 7900 but the guy that like is somewhat interesting here is justin rose right like he's another guy that typically will hit the fairway a lot oh man justin rose I can't forgive him after last week. So I didn't play him in my main lineup, but I played him in showdown and in late showdown on Saturday. He takes a nine, uh, says his back's hurting and walks off the course. Um, so, yeah, oh, I, don't, really? I, don't, I don't know if his back's still hurting or if it was just, you know, he was so embarrassed by such a bad hole that he just got Listen, out of there. You take a nine and you're like, yeah, I, I'm out. 
I'm done. I'm going. And he was playing with Spieth, who just had a hole in one and was like chipping in from everywhere. So maybe he just <laughs> called it quits. But uh, I don't think I can go back to Justin Rose. The guy I will go back to uh, that burned everyone last week is Louis Oosthuizen. Uh, he ended up withdrawing after lock, but before he was scheduled to tee off. <laughs> so he burned like 12% of the field. Nothing worse than getting, you know, one of those WDs, but we have him at 1% ownership right now. I doubt that holds, but if it's going to be less than five, uh, I'll go back to him. He's been in good form, a uh, good track record in Florida. And the injury, or he didn't have an injury. He just withdrew for an undisclosed reason. So I think he just decided not to play last week. Um, Another guy that, like, Adam Scott, right? Like, he's another guy that typically really good at um, TPC. He is. Uh, I had the numbers here, but I don't think he's missed the cut as far as back as I looked. It was like he has a lot of top years. 15s recently, too, from what I can remember. Yeah, and he's been in pretty mediocre form for Adam Scott. Um, I don't know if you've seen him lately. He looks old. Um, Does he? I know we're all any golf this year. He's uh, really gray. Uh, even Rory's got some gray hairs coming in. It's kind of weird. Well, you can see my video right now. I have a lot of grace coming in, too. Um, <laughs> At least you guys one. have hair. I'm just bald up top. So. <laughs> um, all right. Any any of these cheap guys that – like, I, I feel like the players is always a really tough one to find, like, cheap guys that aren't, like, super popular. Well, if you've been following my golf stuff uh, over the last probably 18 months, you know I love Brian Harmon. Anytime it's not a bomber's track, uh, he's going to be in my player pool. He's only 6900 so he's got the hashtag nice uh, price point. He doesn't really do anything bad. Uh, he's pretty good off the tee, pretty good on approach, really good short game, couple top tens here in his last five tries. Nobody ever plays him, so I like him quite a bit. I think uh, Christian Bazudenhout from South Africa is going to be interesting. Just always plays well when he comes to Florida for whatever reason. Um, he won over on the European Tour last fall. Uh, he's still not a big name. We have him at like 5% ownership right now. So he's another one. And then if you want to go super cheap, uh, Rory Sabatini at 6,400. Been in terrible form, but um, he's been missing cuts right on the number. He has a good track record here. Good track record on P-Die courses. Well, like if you want to look at like course history um, too, I see Keegan Bradley down in the 6K range. He's a guy that's made the cut here um, a little bit over the last few years. So the thing with Keegan, uh, if we didn't have shot tracker, I would play him a lot because he <laughs> always hits the green, hits it to six feet, and then that's it. Uh, so, I mean, he's the most tilting golfer to watch. Uh, might be the worst putter on tour. And when I don't play him, he ends up gaining strokes putting. But when I do, he misses those six-footers left and right. So I'm fine with him. I do think he's going to make the cut. Um, but I don't know about his upside just because he's so bad on the greens. And when you're looking at, like, these 6K guys, in large field tournaments, you're definitely looking for upside in, like, smaller field, single-entry stuff. Are you just trying to get guys that are going to make the cut down here? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the more – I guess the – the longer I've played DFS, the more I'm chasing upside because you kind of expect your eight, nine and 10 K guys to make the cut. But uh, in actuality, like that's just not going to happen. They're not going to make the cut hundred percent of the time. So you kind of need upside from all six of your positions. Uh, so I am chasing upside a little bit more than I used to, but yeah, if you can get a cut, that's great. But the, just relying or if you think it's just going to turn into a six to six, this is not always the case because that means, you know, your other five are going to have to make it as well. I never get like six, six or six. Yeah, I, I like I mean. playing. I like playing DFS on the weeks that um, there's no cut. <laughs> yeah, I hate that because I always look good heading into Sunday, and then uh, everyone has six to six. So there's so many changes day to day. 
Oh, that's funny. Um, all right. I, I think like okay, so there's a ton of information at Rotor Grinders for this event. Um, there's big tournaments on FanDuel and DraftKings, right? Huge tournaments, uh, the biggest of the year so far. So be sure to check that out. Uh, we have our drive for show DFS for Doe with myself, Justin, and Tambo. That'll be on Tuesday night. It's also available for playback. I'll be on Tambo's lineup HQ show on Wednesday. If you want to check that out, I have my model video that's coming out tomorrow. If you like a deep dive into stats and history and all that good stuff, uh, be sure to check out my model video. Um, it'll be posted on Wednesday. Get all this get with the combo package here at Rotor Grinders, or if you just play PGA, you can get that as well with the sports um, package. So, Listen, this is a first look. Uh, you know, I just want Nor- Notorious to come on, kind of give us an overview of what we're looking at. First look, they're going to deep dive. Uh, you got your core plays. Um, STL cards has his GPP breakdowns. You talked about the show that you guys are doing, projected ownership, all that stuff. Um, there's a ton of stuff. Before I let you get out of here, you know it was coming. Um, it always happens. Let's talk a little sports betting. Um, you know, you guys – can follow Notorious for his sports betting stuff over there at Scores and Odds. If you get, you know, his, you get my NASCAR stuff. You get all of our NBA stuff as well that we're posting. And you guys have been absolutely crushing when it comes to PGA odds. Give me, give me, I don't want you to give me your favorite win. Um, give me somebody that you have as maybe like a dark horse pick. All right, well, I'll, I'll give you my favorite because I already posted it on Twitter and I already mentioned it at the oh, top of the show. Oh, look at that. There we go. <laughs> Justin Thomas, 21. Um, you could have got him at 22 earlier, but uh, I think he pulls it through this week. So that's going to be my favorite bet of the week. Long shot, uh, your boy, Jason Day, you called it. Um, he's yeah. at 50 to 1 right now. I uh, added the top five as well at 11 to 1 uh, on DK Sportsbook. So, yeah, and I also got um, – some matchup bets posted on scores and odds, top 10 bets, top five bets, a couple more outrights. So uh, I just finished writing those up. They should be up pretty soon, uh, probably by the time everyone's listening to this. And uh, you know what my favorite part about scores and odds is, is that you just you pay one price, you get access to all sports, all experts. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, man, I, I like that. Um, like I said, I put my NASCAR stuff up there. You got your, you got, we got a bunch of guys doing PGA. The college stuff has been crushing. Uh, the NBA stuff, I think like, not to like pat myself on the back, but I'm, I'm like eight and one on my last nine NBA yeah. bets. So like we're um we're doing we're doing a lot over there on scores and odds. So listen, this is the first look. We'll be back with NBA um, tomorrow. You know, full slate. Not going to break down the two game slate here for Wednesday. It's a two game slate, uh, but we will have a ton of stuff in RBG Premium for that. So uh, Derek, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Now have some fun, uh, build more than one lineup. So you're not tilting your face off, uh, two hours after lineups lock and your guys three over already. So build a few lineups, have some fun with it. And, uh, I'm always available to answer questions, Twitter, discord, uh, on my articles, whatever is easiest for you. Uh, just let me know. All right, man. I appreciate you hopping on. Um, how many did you hit in the water at 17 when we played? Do you remember? So we both hit and Dan, we all hit our first two in the water. We all made it. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I did not hit my first one in the water. I hit my first one a hundred yards past the hole, but I did not hit my first one in the water. (laughs) Over the bridge, that's right. That would have been a tougher. That would have been a tougher chip than the than the first shot. So yeah, we all ended up getting sevens on the hole, but uh, I thought we called it lucky sevens. Like that's what what's we nicknamed it, lucky sevens, because we all took sevens. Yeah, that was a blast. We got to go do that again.
Yeah, man, that was a ton of fun. Like my daughter, we were just eating lunch and we were talking because I was talking to my wife about the players and everything. And she's like, I want to play that course. I was like, when you turn 16, if you're still playing golf, um, we will take you to TPC. So there you go. Love it. Um, all right, that's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back talking NBA tomorrow on the Thursday podcast. If you guys haven't checked out Super Draft, head on over there, check them out, use promo code GRINDERS, get that deposit bonus, 150 bucks up to $150 instant bonus. And if you're not going to deposit 150 they're going to match you up to 50 bucks. So if you deposit 45 they'll match you at 45 So it's going to wrap it up. Good luck, everyone, and we'll see you guys again on Thursday.